Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, the Astros got us last night. That's fine. We took game one. They took game two. Oh, we'll get them tonight here in game three. Because the person that's going to tell us how to beat the Houston Astros tonight is joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. He is the television voice for the Houston Astros, and he joins us right now, Puckin' Gas, Todd Cows. How you doing, Todd? How are you? Doing great, guys. How's it going? Well, we're doing we're doing great. We would have preferred that Lance McCullers didn't have such a good game last night. Yeah, it's been unreal. This pitching staff, the rotation has been just on point the last five starts. Just what you saw last night has just been what the team's been doing. I mean, 11-plus strikeouts for the last five games. I mean, this is a little bit of a dumb question, but I, I specialize in those. Um, does it ever get boring when you're night after night after night, you're watching these pitchers just mow people down? I mean... It's uh, you know, it was it was part of the recipe of last year, and then somehow the Astros even got better at it. it it's really taught a remarkable staff. Yeah, it is, and it's a lot of fun. I, I don't think it's boring because it's <laughs> it's great when you have such talent going every day, and each guy's different too. Uh, you got Dallas Keuchel doing his thing, keeping the ball in the lower third of the zone, getting a lot of ground ball outs. You have Lance McCullers with that snapdragon, that power curveball. Uh, that he uses as well as anybody in the game, if not better. Uh, Garrett Cole, who the Mariners will see tonight, has easy 97, uh, and he's just been a stud all three of his starts with the Astros. And then Charlie Morton in the final game of the series, um, you know, has stuff that is as good as anybody in that five. I mean, he he's all of a sudden, since the last two years, found his way into the upper 90s when he used to be a guy in the low to mid-90s. And those are the four you're seeing. You're not even getting to see Justin Verlander. Um, and we know what he did since he became an Astro. And I'm, and I'm, I'm me personally because I have a poster of her. I'm very disappointed because if we get Verlander, we may get Upton, and that's all I care about. Todd. <laughs> I don't care about anything other than what Verlander does. I just want to see uh, a Kate Upton. Um, the Garrett Cole story. You know what I love, and and you hear people describe pitchers like this all the time. He throws an easy 97. Right. Like yeah. that, Todd. That's just amazing to me. An easy 97. He is. He has been off to an incredible start. I mean, the the whole thing, he's tied Nolan Ryan with the three straight starts with 11-plus strikeouts. He's got 36 strikeouts, which I believe is a Major League Baseball record in the first three uh, starts. Uh, he's been phenomenal to start the season. Yeah, it's it's remarkable to me that he had the numbers he did last year or even to the, uh, the year before with the Pirates because what I've seen so far, not just in spring training but since the bells rung, is a completely different guy. Uh, he didn't really have a lot of strikeouts, uh, big strikeout games with the Pirates. I don't think he ever had back-to-back double-digit strikeout games. And now uh, in his three starts with Houston, he's gone 11-11 and 14, and his career high had been 12 in the National League. So, uh, And when I say easy 97, when you watch him tonight, it's just there's nothing about his delivery that looks right. like it is overtaxing. He just goes about his business, and the ball just pops out of his hand, and it's it's fun to watch. And his point, his, his accuracy with his fastball command has been pinpoint this year. Uh, I think he's just his confidence is at an all-time high. And, uh, again, I don't know how the National League got to him, and tonight a couple of National League pitchers as he faces Mike Leake, uh, but somehow the National League was able to get to him. But what I've seen so far, uh, he, he looks like he could be a contender for a Cy Young, just like the rest of the rotation. Todd, I heard a reporter, I think about three or four weeks ago, before the season started, and, and our morning show had uh, had a reporter on, and they were talking about the Astros, and the question came up, well, geez, you know, the Astros look so good, and they're the defending champs, and they look unbeatable. What's 
either the weak spot or what's a weakness that could be probed or what makes Astros fans nervous. And the reporter, they kind of danced around it for about a minute and finally agreed, you know, there really isn't one right now for this particular team. Is is that the case? I mean, do you, do you think that, that that's true? Or is there something that maybe the Astros look at and go, okay, here's where, if, if things were start to come on, unglued a little bit this year, this is where it could be? I think to answer your question of what makes the Astros fans nervous, I think they're still not 100% convinced that their bullpen is in a lockdown mode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, A.J. Hinch has rotated different guys to close out games last night using Chris Davinsky with uh, some lefties near the top of the lineup for the Mariners. Last year, it was mostly Ken Giles, 34 out of 38 in the regular season, and then he struggled in the postseason. And this year, we've seen A.J. mix it around. So uh, when we see the Mariners again later on in the summer, I think that bullpen will have kind of played itself out where you know which guy is probably the setup guy and which guy is the closer. But right now, that's still to be determined. And I think Ken Giles ultimately has the best chance to be that ninth-inning guy. But in the early part of the season, we've seen uh, Brad Peacock, we've seen Chris Davinsky, uh, and also Giles. How much fun was last year? You were you were born in Houston. I know you guys moved. I think when you guys were relatively young, um, you know, to Philadelphia because people don't know. I mean, Harry Kaus is your dad. You guys went and he went and was the broadcaster for the Phillies. But being a guy that was born there, thinking back to last year, um, I mean, how enjoyable was that? It was incredible. It was uh, what a run for my first year back. I mean, I, and you're <laughs> right. I left when I was five years old, and I came back last year for the first time since. Uh, 1970, uh, dad went to Philadelphia to start the 71 season and, and never moved. And then, uh, I, I began my career and never lived in Houston until last year. Uh, but yeah, 56 years without a franchise title until last year. So that was really cool. And the fact that they won 101 regular season games was great as well. And the Astros, uh, like some different organizations and different sports had a lot of heartbreak in the postseason, a lot of near misses. So, uh, their fans were, we're really excited once they finally got over the hump, and it was a, a quite a quite a postseason, having to win in seven games, down three to two to the Yankees, and then that great World Series against the Dodgers. What's that like to be a team that's had a lot of postseason heartbreaks? Because <laughs> you know, that I, feeling I, like Todd? I, I'll take a postseason heartbreak. I'm ready for a postseason heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while for you guys, and I know you know 2001 is a long time ago, but. Uh, uh, this is a pretty good team right now. I, I really like what I see with the Mariners in 2018. Um, I have some friends that work here for the organization. So uh, other than, than the Astros winning it all, I wouldn't mind to see you know the Mariners come in a wild card spot and make the postseason this well, year. Well, that was you know, Todd, again, uh, the voice of the Houston Astros on the television side, Todd Callis, joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. The running joke was when, when Houston came over back in 2013, I, I remember we are on the air like, well, this is great. This is this is like seventeen wins. I mean, well, they're great. We're just adding to the to to the resume here. I mean, since then, I think their record is forty and fifty five. The Mariners against the Astros since two thousand thirteen. The only two winning seasons that the M's had were the first two. So uh, that hasn't gone as planned, Todd. Uh, and we the <laughs> Mariner fans don't appreciate it uh, as much. But in, and then I think. There's also been this comparison between the two cities just in terms of Mariner fans, I think, looking at what Houston did. What's the proper way to go? What road should they go down? The trying to win now but also rebuild or do what Houston did and just tear everything down and you know lose a bunch of games and then rebuild through the draft. It obviously paid off for Houston, but it's not a guaranteed uh, route of success, though. You're right. It, it's, there's no guarantees in the game. And there's a few teams this year that are trying that rebuild boat. 
uh, the team that I used to work with with Tampa Bay and then the team a little further south at Miami, and there's a couple of others as well uh, that seemingly are kind of in that recycle mode where they want to try and build up for another run. Uh, but it can't work for everybody. One team wins every year, and everybody likes to fit things into a little shoebox in the last couple of seasons. The story has been the Cubs did that rebuild, and the Astros did that rebuild, so everybody else wants to emulate those franchises. But it, it's not always going to work in that fashion. Not every team can rebuild and have the success that those two teams did. You need a combination of a lot of things. You need uh, some great drafts along the way. You have to have some good scouts to find some free agents in the international market. Uh, you have to make some good trades, and you have to have a lot of luck. I, I go back to four or five points last year in the postseason, all the way back to the ALDS against Boston. If they don't win game four of that uh, series at Fenway Park when uh, Chris Sale has a one-run lead late. Now they already used Verlander out of the bullpen. Now they have to go to Keiko for game five. Now you don't have your top two guys uh, for the first couple of games, or for, for the first game at least in the ALCS and probably the first couple of games. And who knows, the Yankees might have been uh, a team that could have knocked off the Astros in that scenario. There's four or five different points along the postseason that could have gone awry. So, yes, people try to emulate what has happened in the past. But there's also a lot of factors that have to go right for a team to win it all. Todd, we'll wrap it up here with a, with a non-baseball uh, comment in question. I, I had a professor in college, the, uh, Glenn Johnson, the great Washington State University, pulled me aside one night and he goes, if you want to have a, a better voice in this business, I want you to go home and start drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes. This legit. This is what he said. I'm going to assume at Syracuse University, wherever you win, no professor ever told you that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm blessed with the good genes. Never yeah. been a big whiskey smoker, or never been a big whiskey drinker, not a smoker. Either. Well, there's there's time to start. Yeah, we we could meet you at one this afternoon, and and, and we'll get a we'll get a jump start on things, and we'll see how the broadcast goes. Bring Springer yeah, and Altuve be, with an you HBO too. Version of the broadcast. Yeah, though. yeah. Todd, we appreciate it. Uh, best of luck tonight. Best of luck of the of the season. Uh, hopefully, we're rooting for the Mariners. But uh, it was a pleasure having you on, and it is. I mean, it's you you guys have got a great baseball team. It's it's fun to watch. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys, and I uh, look forward to talking to you again. Thanks. There is, there is Todd Callis, the uh, TV voice there of the Houston Astros, a uh, game three of that series tonight. Garrett Cole and his easy 97 Woo. against Sparky and Mike Lee.